Welcome to the Vision Podcast, a podcast that explores news topics and information of interest to the faculty, staff, and friends of Mississippi State University College of Arts and Sciences. I'm your host, Karen Brown. And I'm your host, Sam Califer. Today, we are joined by Dr. Shane Miller, an associate professor in the Department of Anthropology and Middle Eastern Cultures, who is also serving in a new position as Assistant Dean Intern for Academic Affairs for the College of Arts and Sciences. Shane, welcome to the Vision Podcast. Glad to be here. A very busy Shane Miller. So we are excited to have you in the Dean's office, and I know you have been here for a number of years, but if you could tell us what is the trajectory you had to come to Mississippi State University? Um, well, I, uh, I did my bachelor's at the University of Tennessee, stuck around there for my master's degree, and then I ended up doing my PhD at the University of Arizona. Um, and so this was the first job that I got as soon as I graduated with my PhD. So I've been here since fall 2014. Wonderful. Yeah, and archaeology, anthropology, that's such a cool research area. I think that's something that people dream about doing when they're a kid. And so I just wanted to hear, you know, how did you first become interested in this field and what's an interesting project or discovery you've been a part of? Um, I got involved in this because uh, I really loved history. I really loved science. And um, whenever I found out that there was actually a career path in this, it was viable that there were jobs. How did you know about that career path? Was it a person or? Uh, just dumb luck and having a undeclared advice, like undeclared advising person just signed me up for a class. And I found out from that class that there was contract archaeology that it's like a $1.5 billion industry um, and regulatory compliance mm. fields for uh, cultural resource management. And as soon as I found out, like, this was a this was a viable career path. I can I was, do uh, this for a living. Yeah, I was <laughs> off to the races. I was like, all right, sign me up. This is great. Um, mm. And so I just, I never really thought that I was going to be able to end up at a point where I was going to be a professor. I always thought that uh, for the longest time, it was like, it was cool. It was like a cool idea to think that I could become one, but I, I ultimately saw myself in that field. And, and then as luck would have it, I ended up um, kind of ending up in the academic route. And here we are. Mm -hmm. And there's like, uh, I know that you've thought about, you were thinking about being a teacher, being a coach, and so you still get to do that in your career, but there's that call to adventure that I think so many people yeah. want in archaeology. So can you tell me about that? Where are some cool places you've been, um, things you've done? So when I was in grad school, I got to go to all kinds of amazing sites in the U.S. Southwest. So the famous White Sands, I've been able to do field work there. And it's funny now that everybody seems to know about the Trinity site, which is where the first nuclear explosion mm. went off. I actually got to do some field work around that and a peanut butter sandwich next to the, the crater that started the nuclear age. Wow. Got to work in Sonora and the same, like it was us, some ranchers, and then a Sinaloa cartel airstrip across the valley from us, which was kind of very swashbuckling. Mm. You know, yeah. I think that. Here we are excavating a site where people killed a mammoth 13 and a half thousand years ago and across a valley of El Chapo's boys doing whatever it is that they're doing. That beats what I do in a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then this last year, um, I've done field work in Morocco looking at uh, some of the uh, sites that are associated with uh, a cave that has the earliest evidence for the 
personal adornments. So think about like any kind of design or anything on your clothes or jewelry that you wear. The oldest evidence for that's 130,000 years ago from a cave called Bismin Cave. Mm. And, then, and why there? Um, Morocco has some of the oldest um, archaeology related to Homo sapiens. Really? So I actually got to hold the uh, in 2018, I got to hold the oldest Homo sapiens skull. It's 315,000 years old. Wow. Guy came out and it was like in a glorified shoebox and handed it to me. And I was mm. like, this is way too much pressure. Um, it's an amazing country. So it's got all kinds of amazing archaeology. Yeah. Did you always like traveling? Uh, I did as a kid. I didn't really get to do as much of it as I wanted to or even in college because I was like a working class kid. So mm-hmm. um, so a little bit that I got to travel, I really enjoyed it. And it's not really until I like, really went down a career path in archaeology that I got to travel like I've been able to. Mm-hmm. And so part of that path and traveling and going to those places leads me to my next question and also what we want to tell people about your new role as an assistant dean intern for academic affairs, what are you doing in that role and what are you most excited about bringing to the college? Well, first thing, I'm not putting all that in my email signature. So that's <laughs> way too much. Um, so first part of it is uh, focusing on trying to figure out ways to make uh, study abroad opportunities a lot more um, affordable and try to help faculty get some programs off the ground um, and try to help facilitate some of that from the arts and sciences side. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an office of um, the, an international office that does a lot of really cool, interesting things. And I just want to you know, make sure that kids, students who are from a working class background um, can figure out a way to, to afford it and actually stick the landing on a study abroad experience. It's also meaningful. That helps them um, with career path down down the road. Mm-hmm. And Sounds like you were in those shoes too. Yeah, I never got to do study abroad as an undergrad. I was too poor for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm still paying off the student loans from the last two years of my undergrad, my first year of grad school. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a case study of somebody who probably wanted to, but it was not seen as like, that was something the upper middle class kids got to do. Not, not, not kids like me who my mm-hmm. old man was known as Sawmill Jim. <laughs> right. And my mom, you know, when she, my mom worked in like factories and stuff like that. She nested tacos at an old El Paso factory. So they were not like, I could not go to the end and be like, I need X thousands of dollars to go study abroad somewhere. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of options now, right? There are to help a lot of students. options now. So I'm, what I'm working on right now is trying to figure those things out and talk to, uh, like, Annika Campbell in the international office and David Hoffman over um, in the Honors College, who's with the – he's got a long, cool title. It's, like, the director of the prestigious Prestige? external fellowships or something like mm. that. And I love that message, you know, just like you were saying when I I went to undergrad at state and never even thought about study abroad because I thought that's not for me. You know, that's for other types of students with different kinds of international students, right? International. But yeah, the all of the, you know, help that you need is at 
Mississippi State University. All you have to do is ask and contact somebody. And that's what they're there for. They want to help the students, you know, go study abroad. And you might be able to travel internationally later, but the fully immersed kind of learning and interacting with the culture that you get from study abroad, I think is just so hard to replicate outside of college. And so it's a small window. I mean, that undergraduate study abroad experience can can really change your life. And so I'm glad that we have somebody here who can help out with that. One thing you both have said that I think is another really important message you know, Sam, you were an English major, and I teach in the field of public relations. There are study abroad opportunities in almost every area that students don't know about. And so if we can let them know that these opportunities exist and that we will do what we can to put you with the right people to try to make this happen for you. Mm -hmm. And we're really excited to have you in the dean's office and know that you will have such a great impact for our faculty and students. And that is it for our episode and for our listeners. If you have an idea for a podcast episode or have a question about the show, please contact me, Karen Brown at kbrown at dnas.msstate. Thanks for listening.